Hi guys here, uh, AJ and Lydia. This is, I think, our 21st podcast. Uh, we missed Labor Day, um, so this is next Sunday really here. Um, and um, we're going to be talking about uh, what I feel is uh, a topic that everyone needs to deal with, not only if you're in business, uh, and it has a huge impact in your life, um, but how most people get it wrong. And um, it's actually about expectations. And um, when I talk about expectations or I bring the subject up, Lydia, um, what, do you, what comes to your mind? Um, well, like in a scenario type thing, it's what is, ex- like, what is required from a person, um, kind of like your, the outcomes that you're supposed to bring forth with your inputs into a certain situation. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's very good, actually. That's uh, said very scientifically in a way. Um, there's a formula that I'm going to talk about, which kind of takes into account what you're talking about. Um, we'll discuss a little later in it. But um, I think the, the simple way of thinking about expectations is just um, these are agreements we have with people. Whether they're formal or informal, it doesn't really matter. Um, and generally, whether they're in business or not business, it doesn't really matter. But, but the world, everything works with these agreements. Um, and these agreements are like the pillar to basically everything, right? So when you go to a gas station, the expectation you have is that you're getting actual fuel that's going into your car. It's not mm-hmm. water, right? Yeah. Um, but that's the problem. If you're, if you're going too extreme on one end of it, um, where you question every single agreement you have or expectation you have is paranoia and you're just never going to get anything done right Mm -hmm. so there are certain things we just almost have to assume in some senses that this is how it is Uh, but at the same time if you assume everything works sometimes you might be able to be taken advantage of and that's not really the major point here i'm just trying to drive home what they are and how they work so it could be anything from you going to the grocery store it could be anywhere from you getting your fuel to a deal you make with somebody if you're going to sell your books, a business deal you make with somebody. Uh, um, basically, everything that has an agreement has a set of expectations on it as well. Mm-hmm. Certain expectations are societal norms. Yeah. Okay, So it's expected when you go to the gas station, you get fuel in your car. That's like everyone just understands that. It's mm-hmm. unsaid. Um, meanwhile, other ones are very specifically laid out and there might be contracts around them. And it, I don't think that matters. That's just the formality and, mm-hmm. and the intricacy we want to move forward with it, right? Do you know what I mean? Um, um, do you think that expectations are... When you um, have expectations for someone, it's almost a derivative of trust. You trust that they can do it or they can't do it. So, so here's the thing. So I'm not saying you have high expectations. Uh, mm-hmm. As expectations, we're just counting it as a currency mm-hmm. um whether the low expectations or high expectations or ex- you have expectations regardless yeah. for every deal every agreement you make you have expectations mm-hmm. yeah. whether they're high or low it doesn't matter uh but you always have expectations so mm-hmm. basically expectations are a byproduct of an agreement okay. right um they don't necessarily have to be high that's the key right they're just you have expectations they could be go- low there, there's like, going to be some sort that, of outcome from it like i i have a friend that basically doesn't get anything you tell them to get done i have very low expectations but they're still expectations mm-hmm. right like even if my expectation unless it's zero uh but uh, usually you're not making an agreement if it's zero if you think nothing's gonna get done but like uh but your expect you always have expectations right whether they're high or not that's a different story okay and that's what we're going to actually, that's what the talk's really, really, really about actually in detail. Isn't the fact that we have expectations, we should have ex- expectations with every agreement we make. If we don't, then 
we're really making these agreements in vain because there's no reason to be making them if you have if there is no expectation right but is it do we have high expectations or low expectations and how does that come out to impact us if we're geared one way or the other so it's more about people who have like very high expectations from everything and then versus sometimes people who mm-hmm. don't okay so that that's really what the crux of this podcast is about um and so what i found and a lot of this an- anecdotal you know just living but also just like some of my theoretical writing kind of ties into this is um there are so as you were talking about earlier about inputs and outputs of a deal um one thing i've realized so another way to look at how high or low your expectations are so let's say you and i make an agreement um and let's say that agreement is formalized to keep it simple right mm-hmm. like you know it's very much written out. you have a contract you have a contract yeah. everything's written out so you, there's no debate on what was expected mm-hmm. okay um someone with high set of expectations expects what the agreement is at the minimum for that to be reached yeah if not go beyond that mm-hmm. that's high expectations in my opinion and then obviously low expectations depending to what degree they're low mm-hmm. would expect maybe the deal doesn't follow through exactly as yeah. is or there, the, the deal itself it is the optimal result you can get if the, you have low expectations that's yeah you, that's and depending to what degree they're yeah. low right mm-hmm. you know what I mean sometimes if you're a, a realistic person you might even have maybe it's not the deal itself maybe it's like if i get 80% of the deal i'm a happy camper here Mm-hmm. but it may not yeah. even be yeah. the deal right if i get 80% of the deal i'm a happy camper here but the implication of this in mm-hmm. terms of how you look at deals and your expectations out of these deals make a huge impact into how you move forward and how much you get done and like how you kind of navigate through the world right mm-hmm. um so one way to look at it in a business way is um your how high or low your expectations are are the equivalent to the profit margin a company makes. Okay. Okay, so the higher your expectations are, that means you're able to squeeze more out of a particular deal, mm-hmm. right? And then as a result of squeezing more out of a particular deal, you you have higher profit margin just mm-hmm. like a company would. And somebody with low expectations, um, it's a lower, profit. lower profit margin, mm-hmm. right? And I, I feel generally speaking that's a fair analogy to kind of define expectation. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the rub comes here generally speaking this is where the big fall off is is people who have high expectations tend to make less deals so then it comes back into do you want a business that does tons of revenue at low profit margins or a very limited revenue with a high profit margin and obviously that's the answer there is it depends it, yeah, d- it really it depends, depends on, the, on the nature of the business well no it depends on the volume you're doing yeah. and and the, the profit margin right mm-hmm. so it really does depend but I think a lot of people why they don't get a lot done um whether it's in business whether it's whether it's in life is because their expectations are too high. Um like if we look at most people and the the fabric of society and how people get things done I think it's reasonable to assume that most things don't get done the way we want them to get done. Right? Um uh, so if we, if we look back at that ratio what the deal indicates of what we want done and what happens most situations in reality probably never meet what the yeah. the original onset or mm-hmm. agreements were right yeah. they always fall short but for some reason regardless there's still some people who expect not only that but more 
um, regardless to what the nature of society and the nature mm-hmm. the truths are about these things, right? Mm-hmm. And as a result, so if we just look at them individually, these people, and how this impacts them and the way they think and the way they are is they're continually and perpetually disappointed. Um, as a result, they tend they to They make have, less deals. They make less deals. Mm-hmm. That's, that's very important. They have more like negative energy as well about mm-hmm. it. Like, do you know what I mean? So there's more time complaining. Yeah, uh, or like about, cynicism. Uh, yeah, about, yeah, about why the deal didn't go through, and then and they're not being very objective about how this thing works in general, right? Um, and, and then I think beyond that, they're more likely to destroy relationships and future deals or deals that might have been okay and met the mark, just because um, um, certain ones didn't go their way. Yeah. So so and and as a result, they don't account for the time and the the cost of making deals, right? So like just to find a dance partner, mm-hmm. you know, for lack of a better word, takes time to vet them, to make sure, hey, you guys work well together. You have good and chemistry, you have good rhythm. Yeah. So so if we come back to what life's probably about in one way is, how do you increase the magnitude, and this could be another podcast, how do you increase the magnitude of your decision capital? So how are you making bigger and more decisions so your thinking and the way you see the world uh, is influencing the world more, right? Mm-hmm. That, that, that's probably, and if you look at, and that's why you, if you can, in a way, compare uh, our entrepreneurs to our politicians of the day, there, there, there's probably a universal currency you can measure them over, like the mm-hmm. energy or the influence they have, the power they have, in mm-hmm. a sense, right? Um, and so what ends up happening with these people are they're able to make less deals, they're able to, they're, they don't yield their power as well uh, because they don't want to face those uh, negative repercussions or their expectations are too high, right? And if you actually look at the way the world works, in in a way like nature is very, very much truthful in some senses. And if the deal's perfect, a it's rare, but it's imperfect in a sense. Like imperfection is perfection, right? Mm-hmm. Like you you have to almost expect with almost everything you do is never going to go according to yeah. plan. And I think if you can expect that and you can reasonably be able to adjust no matter what happens you're in a way better situation where everything actually needs to go as um formulated originally right um do you think like just basing on what you just said um having or like setting your expectations is also really um strongly determined by each person's personality so say you set your expectations but you're a person who like is very heavy on control you need to be in control of the situation. You can't afford any uncontrollable variables. You know, so if there are, like, nothing's going to happen exactly to plan because of uncontrollable variables in whatever scenario or deal that you're making. So, so for someone who makes a lot of deals or, like, doesn't have as much high expectations, they're okay with these uncontrollable variable, variables. They're more adaptable to how the world works. Do you think that's also a really big determiner in setting expectations? So, so you, I think you have two different questions you asked, sir. Um, I'll try to address each one. Yeah. So the, the first one is I, I do think your expectations may change on the deal. So like if you're sending a rocket spaceship into into space and there's like a bunch of lives on there and you, you want to make sure like, A, you don't lose the billion dollars of development and at the same time that these people's lives are uh, saved because of, you know, for, for, for a lot of reasons, your expectations on how you build that are going to be clearly at a different standard right Mm -hmm. but but regardless the agreement you have probably should overshoot your expectations Mm -hmm. right like so it comes down to the same thing your agreement should overshoot but 
the ratio, the differential between what your agreement is and what you get is probably less in a scenario like that. Uh, but you're paying more for it to mm -hmm. make sure you get what you want, yeah. right? Um, and then meanwhile, there's certain things where it doesn't really matter that much. Like if you're, if, if there's a little bit of variance in terms of what you want and what you get, um, most things in life tend to have a fail or pass kind of situation. If you meet that minimum mm -hmm. requirement, you're okay. Like, you know, it really shouldn't matter. Yeah. It shouldn't be something that really, really holds you up. Um, and then the second question was, um, how much does adaptability in the deal maker's perception affect how the expectations for the deal itself are? Yeah, so if so, clearly if somebody's a little bit more flexible in their thinking, they're less rigid, uh, they're less controlling, they're more likely to make more deals and more likely to be okay when deals don't go their way. Um, and more likely probably notice things that did go their way even in bad situations. And then as a result, double down or, or in the future, use the advantage or the pros of that deal and kind of mitigate against the negatives. Couldn't that also work against them as well? In what sense? In the fact that if they're too flexible with their deal making, that there might actually be more room for error in the sense that whoever's on the other end of the deal can find more wiggle room to play absolutely, around Absolutely, absolutely. So you know? everything has trade-offs. Mm -hmm. So that definitely is the downside. I think if they're being objective and conscientious about that, though, the advantage is they, they would notice that as well, and they put those mitigations in place at the same time. So generally speaking, the advantage of being conscientious is once you notice that, you are able to put the mechanisms and devices in place that limit your downside, and you still leave the upside there. Mm -hmm. But I feel like a lot of people, they're either really, okay, I want things done according to, like, X, Y, Z expectations, and it has to be done my way or the highway. Like, you know, that's all there is. And other people are like, you know what, I think, like, just, just like, meet whatever, and then I'm cool with it. You know, I, I don't feel like a lot of people have come to that optimal balance of, like, in, you know, in the equation or the formula that you have for making the perfect deal with the right set of expectations. No one really has mastered like getting the right amount of flexibility but the right amount of conscientiousness in the well the thing about flexibility isn't necessarily you want to you i think so i think there's just universal goods mm -hmm. in a deal uh, i think clear uh clear objectives you should have that's never a bad thing like i don't think you want to be fuzzy yeah. about what you want mm -hmm. what i'm saying is a little bit different so i don't want the message getting mixed you should have very clear expectations of what you want from your counterparty that's for sure. It's just going to help you regardless of... The what should be defined, but the how can be more. The, no, but if, if things aren't met of how you see it, then it's just really simple. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, you're, you might be okay with it. So maybe your expectations are even higher than you want. So you, you, uh, you're okay when things don't meet your goal. Mm -hmm. but, the, but the expectations should be clear. I'm not saying the expectations shouldn't be clear. So mm -hmm. like, I, I don't want that confusion. But what I am saying is when the expectations are not met, um, there's certain people that basically that really changes their mood. They make less deals. Mm -hmm. They get focused on how they got wronged. Um, uh, they burn bridges. They burn relationships. Yeah. And as a result, they get less deals done. And they don't understand, like, in the big scheme of things, the reason this is really, really important is this. Okay, so, so if we come down to why your set of expectations is really important is everyone only has the same commodity, which is time. Okay? Mm -hmm. And... We're trying to get as much done in that time as we possibly can, um, whether we're businessmen or whether we're just like people living in society that want a high living standard, 
right? You know, I don't think it really matters, right? And in order to do in a society, in a capitalistic society, in, in Western society, get the most out of it, we can't be like these jack of all trades. There's gonna be certain mm -hmm. things we're very good at and certain things we're not, right? So we have to use in services and we're trading in for different services and products to, to maximize that. Assuming we're good decision makers and, and we kind of understand what we need, where that's not always the case and mm -hmm. that's a big assumption. Um, making good deals is usually, making more deals is usually just gonna end up benefiting you, yeah. right? Assuming you know the downside of it. Like mm -hmm. you're not making deals that if you're wrong, like the margin of error isn't you lose everything you have. Like it's, you know, there has to be some kind of sensibility that you're taking into place. Like, do you know what I mean? Like you're not signing away your house yeah. on deals like so. So which, and I think everything I'm saying is reasonable at this point. Mm -hmm. Like obviously if you're making, if you're gambling everything you own on a, you know, on one deal, then th th that's a little bit different, mm -hmm. right? Um, like moving a little off from just the business aspect of um, expectations and making deals, you know the saying, um, like I have low expectations, so I won't be disappointed. Like on a personal standpoint, where do you stand on that? So it's it's and that ties into this a little bit. So it's not that's a little bit different. Um, or like if I if I set high expectations. Um, I will be disappointed and if you know I have to keep them low so people don't hurt me you know like the whole vulnerability so, problem so okay so so it's, it's interesting because I've read different things about it and like I have a, I guess maybe a unique opinion the happiest people in the world from a survey uh, are the a most years, vulnerable no no from a few years ago were, were people from Denmark uh, okay. so this, this is not recent mm -hmm. and one thing they found that there's a commonality in them was they had actually low sets of expectations Okay. So one thing high expectations does is you're never going to be good enough, mm -hmm. right? So I totally buy into that idea that when you have low set of expectations, right? Uh, a, you're less likely to be disappointed and you're more likely to be grateful. So even little things that most people with high expectation, like, oh, mm -hmm. I deserve that. Okay. Yeah. Or they're entitled. Yeah. You don't, you don't get that. You're like, mm -hmm. oh, then I'm glad this worked out my way. Yeah. Like, hey, my summer went fairly well. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, uh, this patent guy's not that bad. It could be everything, mm -hmm. right? You're more likely just to be okay. And that, and I think it's really underrated how your temperament plays into everything. Mm -hmm. So, so this, the big, big impact of having misplaced expectations is this impact on your temperament is the, I think the biggest factor it has. So you're less likely to be happy. And then as a result, uh, there's so many impacts out of that. And then the second biggest issue of having misplaced expectations is the amount of deals you're willing to make, right? And the deals, if we relate it back to, on a business sense, is, is your gross revenue. Mm -hmm. So you want, because we all have a limited amount of time, if you have so many people that trust you that know, hey, this guy's not gonna be so crazy, but he wants his work done, you still have to be good at making deals, expressing what you want, um, and being on top setting of setting clear expectations. Yeah. That's not that's a different conversation. That has mm -hmm. nothing to do with expectations. Yeah. That's management, mm -hmm. right? You you should still be a good manager. Like yeah. and you should it should be very clear. And if things don't go your way, it doesn't mean you don't necessarily voice it. Mm -hmm. But it shouldn't be that it's consuming you to the point that nothing else is getting done. You're irate and you're arguing about it. So I see this all the time where. I talked about an earlier podcast as well where people are booking like airline tickets and you know there's a, a good six seven eight variables that you're you're probably trying to balance at the same time price uh the airline you're going the location you're going the stopovers the time of day you're going and they almost expect the highest the lowest price 
for the most optimal situation in every other scenario. I think if you have an understanding of just how this market's fluid and in order to get something, you may have to give something up, you're just more realistic about things, mm -hmm. right? And so now when you make deals, your deals are actually, what ends up happening when you have, they're gonna be, you're not gonna have incredibly flawed expectations from your deals either, right? You just kind of understand how the world yeah. works. Mm -hmm. and, and then you still have to manage them well, but by having, I think if you if your assumption and the way you move about in the world is if I hit 75% or 80% of what my expectation here is, you don't have to announce this to your counterparty. No, no, you just this is just a uh, mental uh, measurement. Yeah, an internal conversation mm -hmm. you can have with yourself. I'm okay. Mm -hmm. And if you, if you play it like that, you're less likely to be disappointed. As a result, more likely to be happier. Um, as a result, more likely to make more deals, mm -hmm. which in turn will make life easier for you yeah. uh waste less time hiring and vetting new people to get things done because you're more likely to find people who work well with you mm -hmm. um additionally you're at the end of the day if you work with a person more than a couple of times you're more likely to get more out of them yeah. because there's a human element that comes into mm -hmm. it you've built a relationship and and and, and they feel a little indebted mm -hmm. and 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 the amount of work they do and and, and you have a little bit of sway in that sense mm -hmm. right and when you combine all of those factors in together i think the person whose expectations are not ridiculous and they're not like through the roof and uh, unrealistic tends to do better generally speaking on like pretty, life business pretty, pretty much, pretty much all, all accounts essentially mm -hmm. there might the, the only exceptions here are are when whatever you do has such a low margin of error that if it's done wrong is cataclysmic right and you need some kind of really good manager who has an eye for detail and that's a perfectionist to get that stuff done now now and that those those may happen mm -hmm. but they're probably less often than we think they are yeah there, there are things like you know like your war strategy for a country, yeah. right? Like that kind of stuff. It's not your business logo. No. Like it really isn't. It's, right? it's more matters of life and death that include such high expectations, I think, than just operational activities. Yes, and and even like, so like if we break this down into life, which is the, the other side of it, like um, what what's, what's the situation that everybody kind of goes through in terms of um, like, um, like, like I had somebody... Um, and the other real value here is, and I'm going to come back to that point, is um, you're more likely to take chances as well when your expectations are crazy. So I have mm -hmm. a friend of mine who, before you make any deal with him, um, he gets so into the rigors of the numbers, the, the, the numbers and the details and how the pie is going to be divided up, that what ends up happening is the deals never actually go through. Mm -hmm. The people are like, you know what? I, I don't even know. I don't even want to work with you, yeah. right? Like this happens constantly to him. Mm -hmm. And then I have another friend who is probably getting the short end of the stick yeah. on a lot of the deals he's making, right? But he doesn't care because he, he doesn't care because he knows there's so many more deals that are going to come through, right? And he just wants to get things moving and done. And when I see both of these people's like path in business and how they move, the one guy's a lot smarter. Mm -hmm. But you know that saying you have sometimes. Uh, too smart for his own good yeah basically he's a poster boy for that mm -hmm. right so he's he's outsmarting himself to work with people um he's too nitty-gritty at, at, at points he doesn't need to be yeah. and here's the thing especially in a world where everything's fluid the intelligence you're going to get from being in the real world being in doing real deals getting real feedback on how they went and how they didn't go iterating for your next deal 
is going to, within a couple of cycles, two, three, four cycles, is going to make you even smarter than the guy who's academically smart anyway. Mm-hmm. So it, there's like now the other gentleman, the one who's more likely to take deals, is just like a lot better at honing in, figuring out where a deal doesn't make sense, on what the issues that matter to him and which ones don't because he has the experience of having had more deals yeah. done and having more agreements done and <coughs> having his expectations met or not met and and actually evaluating this on practical matters where my other friend is still doing it at a theoretical level mm-hmm. and a lot of the issues that are of his concern I don't tell him this all the time are actually going to be irrelevant yeah. like they're, they're actually the concerned run. about like not even longer term even on that deal he might be talking about some issue that he's spending like four hours discussing about that the way the deal is going to practically play out is going to be like a, a very small type of issue mm-hmm. right but he does doesn't have the the real life experience to understand this yeah so he hasn't made enough deals that's to that, understand that, yeah. that so so that's the issue right mm-hmm. so so your expectation by having it lower eventually makes you have an expectation that's more in line you're more likely to get better deals you understand what you want mm-hmm. so it's just it, it ends up winning out for you yeah. really it's more like long-term focus versus short-term if you have high expectations on your current deal you might get what you want out of the current one but you don't learn enough lessons to make you a better deal maker in the Unless, long run. and the only exceptions and the other exception is if you have so many deals that are coming through to you that you can't possibly keep up that's a different story I'm not saying even the guy with low, low sets of expectations in that scenario should still be vetting his deals and, and, and putting in the right expectation. But that's a little bit of a different story. For most people, that's not the case. But maybe in a very electronical information overload world, it can be. So just takeaways so people understand this. Um, we'll, we'll leave this with everybody. Is Generally speaking, things that are going to make you do better in life is from the deals you make, expect less. Okay, Get more deals done. Um, don't announce that you expect less. Just internally know that you're expecting less. And if it meets a certain amount, you'll be happy, right? Um, and it's okay if things don't go your way. And the idea is... Um, Learn from it. This, Because we have a limited amount of time, this just allows you to get into more deals, mm-hmm. get more things done, learn more, uh, get the practical experience and understand different routes you may want to go into. And that's it. Um, follow us on Twitter at the new truths one And... Uh, at uh, the new truth at gmail.com. Yeah. Thank you.